0: Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. On today's show, we're examining the price volatility of a critical building material and the impact that it can have on both the cost of construction and renovation projects. In March of 2018, the White House imposed tariffs on Canadian softwood lumber. Overnight, prices jumped nearly 25 to 30%. The impact on the construction industry was felt immediately. Softwood lumber makes up about 16%, of the cost of new home construction historically. So the overall impact of that price increase was about 4% on the total cost of building a new home. That's significant when you consider the increase happened in less than 30 days. After that, regular market forces continued to play a role throughout the year on lumber pricing. It's an annual pricing cycle that's tied to demand. Demand for construction materials is lower in the fourth quarter and in the first quarter of each year. Every year, Prices fall in November and December, and then they pick up again in the second quarter when construction activity heats up the next spring. At this point, prices for softwood lumber are at their lowest level in more than a year. This is despite the tariffs that were imposed back in March. The assertion that low pricing from Canadian softwood competition was the reason why softwood prices were so low is in fact a bit of a red herring. The real story dates back to the 1980s, when there were millions of acres of timberland planted in the southeastern United States. The managed forests were planted as investments by companies that promoted forestry as a great long-term investment. 20 to 30 years later, these landowners hoped to make a fortune. However, so much forest was planted all at once that many of these trees are now of harvesting age at the same time. A glut of timber has piled up in the southeast. There's far more ready-to-cut trees than the region's sawmills can handle. The surplus has crushed timber prices in Mississippi, Alabama, Florida, and several other states in the southeast. Back in the 1980s, there was a farm crisis, and at the depth of this, when prices for agricultural commodities plunged, the Reagan administration launched the Conservation Reserve Program. Started in 1986, it promised farmers annual payments of anywhere from $30 to $50 for each acre that they planted with either trees or grasses, and many switched from soybean and various other crops to planting timber. By 1994, more than 2.2 million acres of farmland in the South had been converted to pine plantations, much of it Mississippi, Alabama, and Georgia. Other federal forest programs added another two and a half million acres. The volume of southern pine used in housing and used to make paper has surged in recent decades as farmers replaced cropland with trees and clear cut forests were replanted. By the end of this year, the amount of wood growing per acre of timberland in many counties will have more than quadrupled since the 1980s. It's been a big financial loser for some investors. Among them, some of the country's largest pension funds. California Public Employees Retirement System, or CalPERS, spent more than $2 billion on southern timberland. And in the end, they had to harvest trees at depressed prices just to pay the interest on money borrowed to buy the land to begin with. CalPERS sold much of its land this summer at a significant loss. Now, the housing crash 10 years ago worsened the situation. We went through several years with virtually no new home construction in many markets. That depressed lumber demand prompted many woodland owners to postpone their harvests. Now, numerous sawmills closed at the time, and with the increased demand for the housing recovery, there's currently still about 25 years' worth of softwood supply in the southeast. In the southern U.S., timber prices have continued to fall. Adjusted for inflation, the price of southern pine is down about 45% since 2007. Saw timber, which is used for making lumber, is at a 50-year low, adjusted for inflation. Let's put this in perspective. Today, tree growers are getting about $20 per ton of wood that's headed for the sawmill. Finished product that you buy at Home Depot in the form of kiln-dried 2x4s is being sold at $2.69 per 8-foot board. That comes to a price of $489 a ton. That's a huge markup. Most southern woodland owners are stuck with whatever the nearest sawmill is paying. Hauling logs cross-country, trying to find better prices really isn't an option. Some timber harvests are barely worth the effort after the expense of logging, hauling, taxes, and replanting. In some areas, there's hardly any margin for the imperfect trees that are headed for pulp and paper or particle board. Waiting for better prices carries its own risks, because after a certain age, trees, like people, become more susceptible to disease. The constraint in the lumber supply industry for construction is not the supply of raw material, clearly. Instead, it's the sawmills that are the bottleneck in the whole supply chain. Both Georgia Pacific and Canfor, the two largest players, have announced billions of dollars of new sawmills and plant expansions. The shortage of sawmills is what's pinching off the supply to the construction industry. If you're looking to undertake a new construction project, it definitely pays to shop around. It's clear that the lumber industry is filled with inefficiencies. Not only does it make sense to buy from the right location, it also makes sense to shop around at the right time of year. You can definitely get some good deals right now. As you're thinking about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.